couple's perspective, this is Model Light with Melissa and Lila, a podcast dedicated to shining a light on all parts of the beauty, modeling, and fashion industry. about the presence and the brand that you're creating, that, that you're putting out there for the public to see. Hi guys, welcome back to Model Light. I am thrilled today. We have our first caller that was interviewed with Lila, um, and she had some really, really important questions that I think is going to be really special to share today. And because we thought you guys might have some of the same questions, we um, decided to air it. So here it goes. Selena, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. How did you find our podcast? So um, I was searching up model podcasts and I listened to like a few of them and I liked you all the most. And so I started um, following it and tuning in to everyone. Okay, awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for tuning in. And um, on which platform was this? Where were Spotify. you on Spotify? Okay, got it. Yeah. Would you actually mind introducing yourself, telling me a little bit more about you? Okay, so my name is Selena, mm-hmm. and I live in Atlanta. I am a senior in college. I'm supposed to be graduating in May. Okay. I have played sports a lot of my life, but I want to do modeling. I just want to try it out because I do like going out and taking pictures with my friends, and I do like runway modeling a lot. Mm-hmm. And how um, old are you? I'm 21. 21, okay. Yes. Selena, why don't you go ahead and start with your first question? Okay, so being at 5'4", what type of modeling is the best and most realistic for me? Okay. Have you had any kind of um, background in modeling? No. So the only thing I can remember is my mother. She, When I was a little kid, she took me to... Um, meet up with some people. So you don't really have um, experience. Uh, Are you signed to an agency currently? I'm not. No. Okay. I think the number one question that you have to ask yourself is what kind of modeling do you really and truly want to do? So you're saying that you're graduating. Do you know what you're going to do after graduation? I don't right now. Um, With our classes being canceled online and stuff, I think this is the perfect opportunity to find out what I really want to do. Mm -hmm. And modeling is definitely something I want to do. I feel like it's not really so much about height when it comes to certain type of modeling. So a lot of models that are shorter typically do a lot of beauty campaign stuff. All the important markets have a certain route for those women and and men they tend to uh put them towards or into beauty campaigns and skincare campaigns and things like that okay and those girls do a lot of photo shoots and they do like editorial stuff 
if you have a really good agent, you're gonna you're gonna actually do all of it. Like it's not gonna matter. I don't think that it should discourage you from getting an agent. I don't think it's actually gonna stand in between you getting an agency. Okay. I really believe in in if you accept yourself, others will accept you. It's it's got it starts with you. But at the same time, I want you to know that people are gonna say things that may discourage you. But the trick here is how do you deal with those discouragements, rejections, and we all do. Every model goes through, it doesn't matter how tall you are, it doesn't matter how short you are, it doesn't matter how beautiful or not beautiful you are, we go through these rejections all the time. Okay. Did this answer your question? <laughs> yes, it answered it. Okay. So my next one, in regards to the height still, um, my first meeting with an agency, I wore about three to four inch booties with dark skinny jeans and a gray tank top. Mm -hmm. And do the shoes make a difference to my height or do agents look past that knowing that the shoes are basically adding to it? And okay, um, yeah. like what you just said, yeah. that trying to play into making myself look taller. Okay. I just had this problem where I was going to Fashion Week castings for runway and I was showing up with, with a little booty with a wedge and <laughs> all these other girls, you know, were wearing these skinny high heels and this woman, she straight up just looked me up and down when I, when I arrived and I was like, okay, I got the hint. It's like unspoken rules, but it's got to be something that you also feel comfortable in, right? Like you don't just want to wear a heel that is going to make you walk uncomfortably. When you go to look for this shoe, you really have to be able to try it on, walk in it for a cut, like practice your walk in them to know, okay, this is the right heel to take with me. Okay. But again, like I think to really and truly answer that question in a very simple way, you should wear whatever you're comfortable with. Okay. So my next question then is, should I still attend open calls despite their height requirements? So when you say despite the height requirements, are you talking about the height requirements that they're seeing online? What is yeah, that? so when I'm looking online and it says women 5'7 to 5'11 or something. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I think the first thing that I want to tell you is you should probably use your social media. You should reach out to photographers that you think are really, really good in your area. And you should just shoot with them. There's so much out there. You can really see like who is a professional photographer and who isn't right nowadays. And if you look at New York talent and the photography that comes from this place, try and like look at that and take that as an example of like what you want to create. Go onto the uh, modeling agencies. Look at those girls. Look at their books. Look at the look at the photos that don't have any writing on them because the photos that don't have any writing on them are all test shoots, okay? okay. And a test shoot is having a, a, a session with a photographer for a day and not getting paid from it. It's just for trade. That's the test. That should give you a good example of what a book should look like. I don't think it would be wrong to already tap into the beauty stuff. Um, and right now you can do it with your social media. So maybe you can start looking at what is it that I could do in this market and now you've gotten someone who's in the industry has said to you, why don't you start grooming yourself for beauty stuff? 
it's important to understand photography. Your homework right now is to study what is a good photograph and what is a bad photograph, okay? okay. That's number one. And number two is, and I wouldn't even like worry about following at this point, just worry about tapping into that kind of market and creating test shoots that could get you that kind of work. Okay. So with the skincare and beauty market, should I wait for them to reach out to me or should I reach out to them I, I think, or should I, I think attend the castings? I, I can't speak for attending castings without being represented. Where are you getting these castings? Well, the... F- First one, I just really look on Instagram at modeling agencies when they say, hey, we're having an open casting today. Oh, okay. So they're having an open call or they're actually having a casting where you can just come and cast for whatever their client is looking for. Do you know what the difference is? There's both of them because there's also this scout that I follow on Instagram and she reached out to me for something, but she reached back out again and she said that they decided to go with another person. I think definitely keep that scout close if they've reached out to you before they'll reach out to you again and at some point it'll be your time create those kind of photo shoots for yourself that will get you that kind of work they may have gone with a different girl because she may have had photos it helps them understand um, if they can market you in that direction or not okay if it's a legit agent if if it's a legit scout you should go and do it and do that research you're kind of like placing your hopes and dreams into these people you really want to make sure that they're actually people that are going to make stuff happen and not just um, people that are going to end up taking money from you or something. Yeah. Okay. So the next question I have is I am starting not to wear makeup going out and I have a birthmark on my chin that I don't portray on my Instagram. And I was wondering, should I stop trying to hide this feature? Because I did conceal it when I went to the agency in New York. It's really, it's not really small, but it's not big. Do not conceal your birthmark. Um, Okay. I think it's a great feature to have. I think it's the things that keep you unique and recognizable. And those are things that agents look for. So I definitely would not conceal that. Okay. Yeah. So So I should start portraying it on my Instagram more, shouldn't I? Absolutely. Absolutely. You should portray that every time you do a photo shoot. I think there's a lot of people out there that are feeling like they have to conceal absolutely everything and Photoshop everything to make themselves fit in with the idea of beauty that society has kind of created for for each and every one of us. That is not how you truly yourself. To be yourself and be accepted is a different feeling than to conceal yourself and be, and be accepted. Yeah. And so are, are you truly being accepted if, if you're concealing everything? I have questions I never even thought you. about it that way. Okay. <laughs> well, now you will. I want to know, what, what is it that makes you want to, to become a model? It's all the, I feel like it's all the traveling and just being in a job where everyone is wanting to do the same thing as you and they all have a passion for it. Mm-hmm. All of the clothes and the fashion, I love seeing all the fashion they come up with, things that I would have never put together, but it looks so good. Yeah. Um, Creativity, right? Yeah. I love the way, like we were just talking about my birthmark, the way that they're embracing change and different. I love that. Mm -hmm. So you were saying travel, the passion, the clothes, um, the creativity, and the efforts towards inclusivity, right? Yes. 
in school, did you feel, did you always feel um, accepted? Did you always feel you could be yourself? No. So every single day I went to high school, um, I was wearing concealer on my birthmark all throughout middle school and elementary school I was being teased for it it got so bad that my mom actually homeschooled me for a year and so yeah I don't think I was myself in high school and well really all throughout school Mm -hmm. in college that's where I started wearing my birthmark to class and not really being so insecure about it Mm -hmm. where do you think your insecurity stemmed from was it just was it just a birthmark thing or was there were there other things? For the most part it was my birthmark. The other thing that I wanted to ask you is what do you know about modeling? What do you think that you know about it? How do you think modeling works? I don't think I know very much. So I like to watch the Vogue YouTube channel. It's something that I enjoy and so I like to watch the runway ready videos and just seeing what the models do and how they get ready for shows. I don't think I know much about it. I think I have a lot to learn about modeling. Most of the things that I know is like I said from social media. Okay. Okay. That that makes total sense. All right, Selena, thank you so much for calling in. I really enjoyed um answering all of your questions. The reason why we're doing this podcast is so that we can actually help people like you. Thank you so much for listening to me and answering my questions. You're very welcome. Wow, what an incredible interview. I'm so bummed I couldn't be there. I'm so sorry I couldn't be there. But Well, it's only because it, the coronavirus is going on <laughs> yeah. and there's been technical difficulties, to say the least. But, I mean... I'm super thankful that I got to do this interview with her and also having you listen to it and just like watching you react to it was really, really wonderful for me because I feel like this is the reason why we're doing this podcast. It's to help people like Selena. I think I want to take this opportunity and thank Selena for having the courage to make that phone call and ask us the questions that she did ask us. I know there's a lot of other people out there that are having the same thoughts, fears, questions that you're going through. And you really just, by taking this time to talk with us, you really open the door for them. So, yeah. Exactly. And, and allowing yourself and allowing yourself to be vulnerable, not just to me, but to our listeners as well, means a lot. And I just want you to know that we're super thankful. Mm-hmm. We're hoping that uh, the next episodes that we will be producing will answer more of the questions that that she had. We were actually just talking prior um, to, to jumping on recording and uh, Selena and Lila's conversation really inspired us. Um, we were brainstorming on some really cool stuff to come soon. And uh, yeah, and that was, that came from Selena having that having conversation. That conversation. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's really interesting because I thought that, you know, starting this podcast and the reason why the reason why I wanted to start this podcast was because I was having these um, candid, uh, original, genuine conversations with all of these models that I was working with, but it was behind the scenes, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like nobody was listening to these conversations. It was just us. And 
I thought they're such great conversations and I feel like everyone should be yeah. listening to these conversations <laughs> because they're mind they're mind boggling. So I want to lead in today with uh, talking about how models could maybe help themselves get seen with the platforms that are available to us today. One of the things that Selena mentioned in the interview was whether or not she should be going to open calls despite the requirements. And when you start looking Mm. for open calls, you're going to see on these websites, they're going to post requirements that basically say, don't come in unless you have this, 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 you know, Mm. checklist. And um, agencies are probably going to hate me for saying this. But (laughs) obviously they have certain requirements, guidelines for what they're looking for. But there is things that you can do to make yourself more marketable to those agencies despite those requirements. Any profession, you have a set of tools, right? You have your tool belt or your toolbox. And the more you sharpen those tools and know how to use those tools, the more marketable you're going to be in that profession. And there's also one of, well, one of our main tools is our presence. Your online presence, your reputation, in, both in the industry and in the eyes of the consumer, so the people that buy the products of these clients. I totally understand that there's girls out there and they're scared to go to open castings. I also understand that that is a very intimidating thing Mm, that can mm -hmm. happen and what I want to say is there is ways to make yourself seen and that is called social media okay wow Um, (laughs) I went a little roundabout there (laughs) yeah so I feel like (laughs) yeah so I feel like social media you can use it to your advantage you should be very professional in your posting Mm -hmm. you know when you're posting things on social media You have to make sure that your pictures are of good quality. It doesn't actually matter how many followers you have. That's not what people are looking for, even though a lot of people think that. But it's really not that. The followers will come with time. It's more about what the quality of your images is and the product. Well, and the presence, and the so, presence that the, the it's really about the presence and the brand that you're creating that that you're putting out there for the public to see. Exactly. You don't have you don't, you can do a selfie and not spend three hours editing it to be the perfect or high quality image, but yeah, that selfie should um, show a depth of you as a person and as a brand of like if you hire me, this is the person you're getting. This is the person that's going to be representing that client or, you know, representing that agency when they go to castings. And that's what they really look like on your social media. I feel like watching videos of models who have a really good walk really, really helped me. And I feel like you can prepare yourself. You can groom yourself, which is kind of like what I suggested to Selena also on on that call. You can groom yourself to become this person and you can really direct your career in that way as well like if you're a model who wants to start doing beauty campaigns start creating high quality images whether it's you finding good photographers around and shooting with them and then posting content like that online or whether it's you just doing your own makeup and posting a selfie of yourself or learning also like watching videos and learning how to do your own makeup and also try and master the no makeup makeup look because that is what what 
our industry is all about. I think those are ways to educate yourself mm -hmm. about the industry, you know, watching videos and kind of like groom yourself, prepare yourself for whatever it is that you want to do. If it's runway modeling, you might want to watch videos and just practice your walk and do those sort of things. And I feel like a lot of agencies have hashtags on social media where you can tag yourself. I think if you just follow a couple of their posts and see what hashtag they have, or even go to people who've tagged them and the hashtags that they've used where they want to find new talent, I think that's a way for you to be seen because they have people that are specifically just scoping the social media network to see if there's more talent that they can bring in. So I think those are definitely things that you can do and nothing's going to be better than having an agent in my opinion because on Instagram brands will reach out to you and be like, "Hey, we have this product. Can you model this for us?" Ask yourself, "Okay, is this is this brand something that is going to actually walk hand in hand with the brand that I want to create or is this something completely out of the zone that I actually want to be in?" Keep in mind where you're going and where you want to go. You use your social media to put forth your authenticity and your brand, but going to the actual open call, like physically going there, the thing that helped me the most for me personally, my biggest tool was confidence. And I know that is easier said than done. So mm -hmm. the way that I built confidence in myself before attending that open call was first I educated myself on that agency and the people that they had on their board. So I didn't go in there blindsided. I spent hours training myself on my walk, watching photo shoots, and physically doing the shoots. Like, set yourself yeah. up with a photographer. Find photographers. Do test shoots. Every shoot I did, I was able to look at those images of myself and be like, oh, my God, this angle is how I should be moving my body more. Oh, my God, when I pop that leg this way, it does this. And you also start to get mm -hmm. more in tune with your body and how your body moves and how your hair moves. And all these things become intuitive. It's not really something that you can read in a book and learn. You kind of mm -hmm. have to experience mm -hmm. it. So the best way to do that is use your social media to put your brand out like who you are and use it to connect with other people in the industry and just start creating just be creative mm -hmm. and create because that's what we do in this in this business right we create I, absolutely yeah it's part of being an artist so I mean when I started out modeling I think the only reason why I really wanted to to even like continue the whole modeling journey was because growing up I've never seen a girl like me in a magazine mm -hmm. And so it was really important for me that somebody could look up to me and say, oh, she looks like me. So that was something that that made me do it. Like, I think it's also good to know what your passion is, mm -hmm. you know, for mm -hmm. it. Ask yourself those really hard questions because you want it to come from a place of passion because I feel like when you have passion for something and it's healthy, you it's never going to be a job. Even on those exhausting photo shoot days, it's not going to be a job because you know that you are one step closer to what you have been wanting this mm -hmm. whole time. The other day, going obviously through quarantine, I've just been reevaluating my whole life. <laughs> and I thought about, wow, I wonder... I wonder what would have happened if I hadn't been scouted, if I hadn't had the opportunity that I had. And I'm so thankful and grateful. And even just, you know, two months into 2020, I have done so much mm -hmm. that I should be 
excited about, but you never take the time to sit down and be really and truly grateful. And so it's important to have that passion. If you don't have the passion, you're not going to go very far. You've got to have the passion for it. Yeah. The passion for what you're doing is what's going to pick you up when you're going through all the rejections or the the casting call no's or whatever it might be that might happen. Well, there's one other thing that you touched on that I think was really important, and that was taking the time to congratulate yourself. Like, honestly, that's going to boost your confidence more than anything. When you can take a few minutes and just look at how far you came from yesterday, from two mm-hmm. months ago, from last year. And those are the moments where you can actually see and feel your growth. If you don't take a moment to stop and celebrate yourself and your accomplishments, then it's going to pass you by and you're not going to realize how incredible you are. We hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Our tagline is at Model Light Podcast. That's at Model L-I-T-E Podcast. If you have questions and would like to be part of the show at any point in time, you can always email us at info at model-light.com.